I have come to lead you to the other shore, into eternal darkness, into fire, and into ice. Welcome to St. Paxton, a narrative real play podcast created by friends to explore humanity and endure horror. A world where you can try anything. Hey everyone, welcome back to another thrilling adventure in St. Paxton. I am your game master, Veronica. Hi V, it's me, Mike, and I'm still playing Todd B, B for Bartlett. Thank you for joining me in this white box. <laughs> and it's such a lovely box. It's a good loading place. A loading place? That's an interesting way of putting it. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm here too, by the way. I'm Steph. <laughs> and I play Clara. Welcome to the loading screen. Thank you. It's great to be here. And my name is Fred, and I'm passed out as Edward Worthington III. <laughs> Not Skip. Great skip. Great skip. <laughs> Double skip. <laughs> oh, jump rope. Oh, no. Edward. You feel woozy, but you wake up and Clara is sitting against the wall, legs crossed tapping her fingers on her knee and just staring daggers at you. Todd is sitting against a different wall. He has both of his knees kind of propped up. So kind of like he just slid against the wall and his head is just dangling between his knees and his arms are just covering his head. There's a big pool of blood underneath him. No dripping. Guys, what... What happened? Did, did we get attacked? Um, you happened. We got attacked. Yeah, we got attacked by what? Are you kidding me? What the fuck, Edward? Guess I hit your head harder than I thought. I gotta pull these out now. What do you mean? You hit me? Ugh. Why? Uh, you went on a rampage. What? Triple rage. I don't even remember what happened. We were looking at the console and, and then I just, I woke up. Well, you snapped. And you attacked Todd, came after me, attacked Todd some more, and then I kicked you in the head. How bad does Todd look right now? So when Todd looks up at you, you can see that there's a lot of early bruising on his cheeks and his mouth is really swollen. His nose is absolutely broken. It is moved over to the side in a way in which noses are not intended to go. Oh my... Oh my god, Todd. Did I do this? Uh, well, she didn't kick me. I start to walk towards Todd and 
in somewhat of a quick pace, I have concerns about his face and his condition. Here, let me let me just at least set that for you. I wince away from you touching me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, slow it down, man. No, I... Look, I don't know what happened. I have no memory of doing anything to you, but your nose is broken and I need to reset that. Look, just just trust me. Todd, it's, it's me. It's, it's me. Roll Persuade. 69 and 30. So, Todd, it seems as though Edward is just trying to get back in your good graces by any way possible. So it's not that he seems like he has a legitimate concern about your nose so much as he just wants to fix everything as fast as he can. Fine. Whatever. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Look, this is... This is going to hurt a little bit, but... It already did hurt a little bit. Sorry. Once I set it, it'll be straight and... Roll first aid. So what I'll do is I'll gingerly place my hands around his nose, and I'm looking into his eyes, and I go, Okay, just know that I'm not doing this to hurt you. 53, but my first aid's 90, so I definitely succeed. Okay, great. You hurt Todd's nose, but Todd, you feel it go back into place, and it feels like you can breathe a little bit more normally, but there's definitely a lot of swelling. Uh, It hurts for sure, but you hear it pop back into place. Ah, jeez. You okay, Todd? Yeah. At which point I will back away and pick an opposite wall from both of them and I'll just kind of sit down with my knees in front of me and I'll put my arms around my knees and I'm just kind of staring off. We need to get out of this room. Where are we? I don't... There's not like a way to leave. Well, we got here, somehow. I look over at Bellamy. Is is her condition in this room changed at all? No. Does she look solid, just encased in ice? Like she's physically here? No. Okay. She. It just looks like an ice carving of Bellamy's features. Okay. Are there any any different features to any of these other columns, or do they just all look... They all look identical. Okay. I'll go over to the console. Okay. Um, Are there any buttons or anything that I might think would open a hidden door or something? I mean, there's no physical buttons. It's just a smooth ice piece on top. Kind of like an iPad, I guess, but no home button. And what does the display show currently? It is paused on Bellamy as she's being helped up by some emergency responders. 
If I tap Bellamy, like the image of her, does anything happen? When you tap the screen, it just starts playing. And you watch as Bellamy gets into the back of this, like, kind of a, a cart. So there's like this golf cart and it's got like this trailer behind it. And they set her up in this trailer. Uh, and then there's this dog that runs across the, or runs from the place where she was at and like jumps into the cart with her. And she pets the dog and kind of nuzzles into it. Is it Clem? It is not a dog that you recognize. I don't know, Todd, you're the science guy. Is there a sciencey thing we can do with this to open a portal? I don't know. Um, let's case the walls. I'd like to just walk around the room, just running my hand over the walls. See if I feel any edges or, you know, things that might signify a door. Uh, you take about an hour, possibly two hours, running your hands over this smooth, glossy marble, and you don't feel anything. There's no cracks. There's nothing. Okay. So, <laughs> this is pointless. <laughs> uh, it's solid. It's like it was carved from one contiguous piece. Well, maybe these controls do something? I don't... Other than play whatever, a recording of Bellamy? I mean, something brought us here. Where where did you get the newspaper from? Uh, it was just in my hand. I don't know. I just wish we could just see outside and then at least we would know where we were. Could I go up to the wall and put my ear on it and roll a listen and see if I can hear anything outside? You can try anything. Forty-three, and my listen is eighty. You stand there for a very long time. In fact, I think you get a bonus to bonus die to listen rolls. Okay. So what does that mean? Roll a d10 and subtract that. So minus six. So. 37. Okay. Even with a hard success, this is an impossible task. You press your you press your ear against the marble and you listen for a long time. And it's actually really relaxing to you. And you feel a sense of calm come over you as you listen to your breathing and to your heartbeat and you recenter yourself sort of putting away the attacks that happened and just kind of coming to terms with the idea that we all cope in very different ways and you remember anger is just one of the stages of grief and Edward is just like any other person but you don't hear anything outside. 
So after a little while of listening, I'll kind of take a deep breath. Edward, do you have any ideas? This entire time, he's been incredibly quiet um, with his knees up against his chest, sitting almost catatonic, but um, he looks up at Clara and says, I I have no idea. (sighs) Maybe you should try beating on the wall some. Okay, well, there's nothing on the walls. There's nothing to hear outside the walls. The only thing I have to go off of is this weird console thing. So I'll go back over to it and just start swiping my hand across it to see what kind of controls do what. When you swipe your hand across the screen, several squares kind of populate and so you can see bigger jumps of time. There are not very many to the left, but there seem to be a lot going back. There are also some going up and down. Uh, do, when I look at the ones going back, does it look like it's going back in the timeline I remember? Yes. I'll scroll through those and then see what happens if I keep scrolling further beyond like beyond coming to St. Paxton then you're only seeing St. Paxton Um, you're watching as Darius kind of reforms some of this area and you watch as he reforms parts of the island by just kneeling down and then formations just sort of happen the further back you go how far back do you go actually when i see darius i want to see if i can scroll forward to the point where he disappeared can i follow him what do you mean can you follow him like if i scroll forward will i get be able to watch as he disappears oh as the subject yeah Okay, so as you're watching him have this conversation with you, or with all of you, rather, you watch as he kind of looks up. All of this kind of plays with very muffled sound. You can't hear details. But he stands up, looks up, and then he just kind of blinks out of the room. And then he blinks back. And then you watch as he goes outside. And you remember seeing this when you were in St. Paxton and at Mosado Lago. He walks to this place where you and your friends tried to get in. And you tried to tear down the door. You couldn't get to it. But he just walks right into it. And then he's gone. You see the room that you're in, but then he's not in there anymore. So I see him walk through the wall of the building. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing that you see is the white room with the 12 columns. Would I be able to kind of orient myself to try to walk out the same 
direction where he walked in? Yeah, certainly. It's going to be one of two directions. You don't have a sense of space, really. I'll go up to that wall and kind of put my hands out in front of me so I don't just walk smack into it in case it's solid. Um, But I do want to kind of walk confidently forward. Okay. You try to platform nine and three quarters through this wall and it does not happen to you. Well, that was worth a try, you guys. Um, Interesting note, though. I know where Darius disappeared from. Where? He came in here and vanished. Um, But here was that, you know, that building that we couldn't get into outside of Mosada Lago and... We're banging on it with a shovel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He Except he just walked through it and vanished. She replays the video for you, Todd. And you watch as Darius does exactly as she says. Oh, okay. That's odd. I just... I don't know. I was just looking at these pillars and... I don't know. I just... Should we mark them? I just, because I came out of this one, right? And you were over here. And Edward is at this one. And this one's Bellamy's, but... Like, if we stand in front of them again, we'll, what, teleport? I do. You brought us here. Okay. As you take your hand off of the screen, it sort of just kind of jumps to current time in the other timeline. And he watches Bellamy is released from the hospital and they let the dog stay out on the courtyard. And then she just walks back to Malsado Lago with the dog. Kind of right on her heels. It's a little puppy. When she gets there, she goes to the restaurant side And she orders some steaks, which she takes back to the house. And she puts one on a plate for her. And then she lifts up the dog and puts the dog on the counter. And the dog begins to eat the steak with her. And you watch her smile and she's happy. And then she and the dog fall asleep on the couch watching a a really funny movie. And you watch as Bellamy wakes up in some kind of a night terror, screaming. And then the puppy jumps up and licks her face. And apparently a lot of time has passed as you've been in the room trying to find your way out and looking around for some kind of an exit. At least a lot of time has passed where Bellamy's concerned. And you see that she continues life. She's sad. There are now markers for all of you on Malsado Lago. There are markers that she passes every day. And she just runs her hand against each of these erected pillars. And the puppy is always with her. Edward... From your 
vantage point you can see on the other side of the console. And as your head is sort of dipped down, really despondent, you hear that crackling sound. And your eyes, they can't help but look up. And you see a little dog appear in the fifth pillar. It's just an ice sculpture of a little puppy. I get up and I walk towards the ice sculpture. It looks very similar to the other ice sculpture, like Bellamy. It's solid all the way through. I pick it up and I look at it. It's extremely heavy. Roll strength. 43. I believe my strength is 60. Okay. You are able to pick it up, but it's not without some strain. Todd and Clara, you see Edward pick up something off of the ground. What you doing over there? Uh, there's a dog ice statue. I'm not sure where it came from, but it's in front of this pillar. Wait, is that the same dog? Todd takes a double take down at the console and then back up at the dog and then the console and the dog that you're holding. It's the same dog. That's weird. Huh. All right. I have no idea what that means. Todd, you said we needed to get Bellamy here with us. I don't know. It just feels wrong. You don't think we can't leave. Oh. Because she's not here. Because there's a an incomplete ice sculpture, if you will. Um, maybe we need to complete the process before the door will open. I put the dog down and I walk over to Bellamy's sculpture and I put my hands on her shoulders and I face Bellamy's sculpture face to face and I say Bellamy can you hear me? Clara and Todd on the console you see Bellamy grab at her ears and crouch down I think she heard you Bellamy raise your hands if you can hear me she's just shaking her head crying and the puppy comes over to her and starts licking at her elbows and kind of scratching at her forearms listen to me we're not dead we're somewhere in between edward get her to come to the to the shed maybe if she tries to open it I don't know. I I don't know if we're in a completely different dimension or... You watch as Bellamy picks up the dog and runs out of Mosado Lago and runs past your pillars that she's erected in your honor across the bridge. And she walks into the hospital and you see someone, someone that you all recognize you see Nicholas Watley he opens the door and welcomes her into his office and she sits down and just starts explaining 
something to him. You can't hear what's being said, but she's tears are streaming from her face and she's looking up like something's out there. Something spoke to her. There's a passage of time and you watch as Mr. Watley pulls out a medication and she takes it. Bellamy, listen to me. She turns around. You're not imagining my voice. She turns around. The dog is yapping and barking. Spit out the medicine. You can't trust Watley. She runs over and grabs a big jar of water and just pours it down her throat. Edward, I think it's doing more harm than good. And she falls asleep. But you saw that. She she heard me, like... Yeah. It can't be a coincidence. No, I, I don't think it is, but to her, we're, we're dead, and she's trying to grieve us, and she's hearing your voice. I can only imagine how that would feel. But we're not dead, Clara. Are we? Maybe it's just not coming across right. Like, we can barely hear her. Like, maybe it's muffled, like, what we hear? I don't know, maybe we need to talk louder? (laughs) Look, just fast forward to a point where she wakes up. Can you do that for me? Uh, Sure, I'll, I'll try. And I'll try to fast forward slowly. You watch as she continues to take the medication. Each day she wakes up, takes her medication. Each night she takes her medication. And just about every other day she's in Mr. Watley's office talking to him. Edward, on the other side of the puppy, you see boots begin to form. Ice boots? Ice boots. I watch it manifest. Right now, it's just Boots. Bellamy, it's Edward. Listen to me. We need your help. We're stuck somewhere. Look, it's going to sound crazy, but I need you to go to the mausoleum inside our home. Remember the place where we try to, like, tear it down and break in? That place, there's some significance to where we are and we need your help. He watches Bellamy tosses and turns in bed and then she gets up, still maybe asleep and he watches Bellamy sleepwalks down the stairs slipping and tripping over a couple of stairs and the dog follows behind her very lazily I might add. And then she walks out the door, leaving the door wide open. But she's unfamiliar with this terrain, I guess. At least while she's asleep. And she falls into the pool. And he watches the dog barks and barks and barks from the edge of the pool. Until it eventually jumps in. And it tries to push her back to the edge, but... It's just a little puppy. And he watches the puppy jumps out of the pool 
and runs for Malsada Lago. You see Bellamy appear in the ice. But just as her figure is kind of coming into full form and you're all kind of fixed on the sculpture, you watch as Mr. Watley on the screen jumps into the pool and pulls out Bellaby. The dog, yipping and yapping, running in circles, he pulls her out of the water and begins performing CPR on her. And you watch as all of the color from the ice statue fades. And as she's resuscitated, the ice is completely solid again. And you watch as Nicholas Watley, his hips and torso begin to form in the ice. Bellamy flings her arms around him and they walk into Mosado Lago. He takes her into the bathroom, helps her get warm again. And then he just sits on the edge of her bed and talks to her until she falls back asleep. And then you watch as Nicholas exits the room and walks down the stairs. Instead of leaving the house, he walks to the foyer and he takes that mirror off of the wall, the one that you could see Leo through, and he starts shining the reflected light all around the room until it beams in your eyes. And then he finds you in the mirror. And there he is looking at you through the mirror in the console. You watch as he pulls his hand back and you start as the mirror glass shatters. And you see in all of the shards of the mirror, the charming smile of Mr. Nicholas Watley. He knows. He knows we're here. I don't like that at all. Um, is he still staring at us? No, you don't see, you don't see the mirror. You don't see his reflection. How much of the ice statue sculpture is formed of him? I'd say it it completes half of his ribcage. What would happen if we broke this? Would it stop? Um, it's worth a try. I want to topple it over. Okay. Given enough time and effort, you could certainly do that. And if anyone helped you, it would be an easy task. Yeah, I would help. You watch as the ice sculpture crashes forward. And it looks like all of those little pieces are displayed all around the room. And then you hear this clicking effect as all of them reorganize and come back together. 
Okay, that's creepy. You guys saw what happened, right? When she started showing up? Yeah. Just trying not to think about that. If we want her to come back, we're going to have to figure out some way to kill her. I, I know how that sounds, but just think about it. We're here because we died. And when she was drowning, she was showing up in the sculpture. Well, yeah, but should we do that? We don't even know if we can get out of this room. But she's not safe over there. Watley's there and... Yeah, I don't trust him. He's a monster. She's not safe, so kill her. <laughs> Todd. I'm sorry, man, but this is serious. I, I just, I don't think, I don't want to bring her here and, I mean, what if we're just trapped in this room and there is no way out and we just, what, sentence her to that fate too? But on the other hand, what if that's the way to get the room to open? I don't, I don't know how any of this works. Todd, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, if we can't stop, well, I mean, like, I don't quite know what death and, and coming through means, but we're stuck here now, and for some odd reason, we now have the dog and, you know, seven-tenths of this guy. I, I just, if we can't stop him from coming here... Maybe we can... I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we can review something in this console. If we go back far enough, we'll see how it works. Oh. Like, Darius was building this island, right? And maybe he built this room. Oh. And, and we can see how it works? I don't know. What if we've been here before and done this before? And we'd remember it. Would we? We'll remember everything else right now. You remember those journals in the library? We didn't remember that. Well... What if this has happened before? And we've already been through this. Well, I guess there's one way to find out. How far back does this thing go? If we scroll up or down on this instead of forward or back would we be looking at a different timeline are you asking me or are you doing it doing it so asking you if that's what I see yeah which way do you go up or down up okay yeah you definitely see the very last part of one of a previous lives, one of the lives that you had seen in the journal. It's that same setting with the blood witches. There's this really decked out tent in a garden and you watch as you walk down the aisle. Edward is there and you kind of fast forward, you know this from the book. And then there's this explosion. 
and that's where it ends for you. But you watch as everything is orange and red around you and your friends. But a couple moments pass and you notice that all of those people around you kind of fade out. And Darius walks through the blast and you watch him walk back to Malsado Lago. He walks right through the wall of the mausoleum. And there you are, four ice statues. And he pulls up another console from the floor. And he begins making adjustments. It is a language and it has symbols that none of you have seen before. And then you all start appearing in these ice sculptures of yourself. And then he just waves his arm around and you all kind of slide to the other side of the room. And in front of these columns, more and more people are just kind of sliding around you. But you see them and you look at them and you know that these are people that are kind of important to you. People that you care about. And then you all are there talking to Darius, angry, upset, not knowing what to do, remembering having died, going through this terrible feeling, this it's like experiencing all the stages of grief at one time. And it's just a horrific thing to watch. And something in the back of your heads kind of tingles as this all plays out in front of you on the console. And then Darius waves his hand and you all walk right through the wall. But on the other side of the wall, you're not in St. Paxton. You're on the ferry to St. Paxton. But everything's a little different. It's an older boat. Almost like you're watching yourself go into a different time, a different place. V, where was this other console in the floor? So if you were to pull it up, it would just make an L shape. Okay. I would like to search the floor to see if there's anything there or any way to activate this. Say, Todd, while you're um, searching there, did you blow up my wedding? Uh... No, I didn't that ice sculpture did uh, the the ice sculpture of you so previous you 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 blew up my wedding there were there were differences yeah it, it was a great wedding that was a fantastic dress did you see that dress and you you blew us up i don't think it was deliberate okay Todd, you don't see anything on the ground. Um, you get up and then you just sort of throw your hands up in the air like, I don't know. And as you wave your hand up, 
knowing that there is a console there. The console comes out of the ground. Okay. Oh. Well done. Um. So this is all just decked out with strange symbols, right? Yeah. Okay, if what we saw in that has anything to do with what we're doing right now, he knows what he's doing, and we can't understand what a single one of these buttons does. It could be really bad to just hit buttons, so I don't think we should. Does there appear to be any sort of, like, selector on it, or anyways to signify what it was doing or changing, or was it, like, linked to a person or a pillar? No. You can try and roll something for it if you'd like. Yeah. What about a no roll? Sure. Ooh, that's that's a good call. It's an extreme difficulty. 72. Okay. So after seeing Todd manipulate this console, I would like to walk up to it. Um, one of my talents is photographic memory, and it allows me to pull details and obviously retain them. Um, and I believe I get a die roll on my no. Um, okay. Which means I add a d10. Yes. So I roll a 26. 15 is my target. I'm going to roll a d10 now. I only subtract 4, so that's 22. And I will use 7 luck points to drop down to 63 luck to reach 15 on my no roll. Okay. You watch as Edward, who's really been despondent and kind of having a real roller coaster of a day, just having extreme highs and extreme lows, walks over to you and he just, oh, okay. And he pushes you out of the way and he begins pressing buttons in a sequence like he knows what he's doing. And you watch as nothing happens in front of you. Bellamy remains an ice statue. But you see on the other side on the console screen St. Paxton and its topography begin shifting and moving. Houses crumble People flee, and there are just these huge sinkholes that pull entire buildings into them. You watch as Nighthawk runs and leaps over this huge chasm, having some sort of crazy amount of strength. And you watch as they fall down into this hole and you see a Nighthawk ice sculpture appear in the room with you. And you watch all of these sculptures start appearing 
one after another after another of people that you know, people that you care about, and you watch as Bellamy wakes up, runs down the stairs because Mulsado Lago is fine. And she and Nicholas Watley watch as the entire island that surrounds their little safe haven is crushed and crumbled and everything they know is obliterated. And Bellamy turns into his chest and he wraps his arms around her. And you watch as Nicholas Watley's head forms on his ipe sculpture as Mosado Lago sinks to the depths of the ocean. And that's where we're going to call it. Damn. <laughs> well. Damn, you're just in a in a, a destructive mood. <laughs> Whatever explosion guy. Whatever. <laughs> I blew up a wedding. You, you sunk the entirety of creation. <laughs> I like how she had to like bring that up. Like, oh, yeah. So you exploded my wedding, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seemed right to have a little humor in the moment <laughs> fuck i did not think that I, I was like man i got this like i'm gonna fucking crack this fucking puzzle whoops oh, just boy. destroyed saint paxton huh. could you imagine how pissed off everybody's gonna be when they fucking come into this room <laughs> and i'm just gonna like be like it was todd todd did it <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> and everyone will be like, okay, we get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. This episode was edited by Rob Anderson, the musician who made The Promenade, our opening and closing theme for season two of Welcome to St. Paxton. Find him on Twitter at Potentially Rob. This episode was produced by Hiroshi, and you can find him at Maybe Hiroshi. You can find the rest of the crew on Twitter as well. V is at Typical Veronica. Mike is at One Gaming Lane. Fred is at I Think I'm Fred. Steph is at Starlit Firefly. And you can find me at Definitely Stacy. As always, you can follow the show at CAF Podcast and find a permanent link to the Discord in our bio. The podcast art was created by Evan Mitchell. You can find out more about their ventures on the podcast For Whom the Dice Roll. Want to take a look at the clues, information, or photos the cast has stumbled upon during the recording? Head on over to our website at www.cafpodcast.com and click on the link labeled The Show at the top of the screen. If you want to help support the show, please share us with your friends on your preferred social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can also back us on Patreon by going to www.patreon.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, you should check out some of the other Geekling shows, such as Random Encounters, Sayer, or You're a Wizard, Harry. 
Hey Creepers, it's Hero. Been doing some thinking and I have to say, I'm actually pretty lucky. I mean, we live in a world with no shortage of fantastic media. And there are also so many people who go out of their way to thank content creators that they're a fan of. Now, we on St. Paxton are blessed with plenty of people who have done just that. And I think it's just as important for content creators like us to thank those who make their work possible. For us, that's our fine patrons. People like Eric J. Eichelman. So, thank you for supporting us. We really do appreciate it and look forward to giving you more great content.